Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the first Friday of 2019. I can, still alive. <laughs> still alive, but I can feel the resentment and shame already. From what? <laughs> oh, no. From 29. It's not going to be a good year. Oh. There's just something, Predictions already. Oh, there's something inside me that says it's going to be filled with turmoil and unnecessary pain. Could it be worse than 2018, though? Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wouldn't want to issue the challenge. <laughs> All right, but, well, <laughs> these voices that you are listening to are I'm Zancy Weber. To my left. I am Gina Schwartz. Hello, hello, hello. And to her left. Andy Schossler, still alive myself. And to his left, our wonderful guest. Joe Diskett. How you going, Joe? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really excited to drink some wine with you. Drink yes. some wine. Yeah. Everyone's got to drink some wine. <laughs> Speaking of which, we are once again sponsored by the lovely people at winegallery.com.au. Right? Bless them. So they have sent us a Andaluna 1300 Malbec from Argentina. So this last uh, round of wine that they've sent us has been very international. Excellent. I believe we have an Italian one, a French one, a Uruguayan one. U- Uruguay. Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. know they made wine in France. <laughs> you learn something it's new very, every day. Yeah. But this very one here <laughs> is from Mendoza in Argentina. So it is a Malbec and it comes from the Uco Valley. Oh. Uh, one of the prestigious subzones of Mendoza. Uh, so the fruit in Mendoza is powerful, full of freshness, uh, so loaded with black plum and ripe dark cherries. There's violet and meatiness to the wine as well, with some complex flavours of tar, some gravelly tannins, and a lick of oak. <laughs> Joe and I looked at each other at the same time when you said tar. We were like, um... Delicious. <laughs> I often lick the road. Um, the, you know the smell of tar that comes off a road? I do... Yes. I kind of know sense what you mean. similarities with alcohol. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of... It's not an unpleasant smell. Mm. Oh, I have Driving past a freshly bitumen road. Mm. And as soon mm. as you said violet, I was like, mm. oh, yeah, I can smell that in this. It does have a very strong peppery kind of smell mm. to it. Mm. And you swish it around and all sorts of complex smells come out. It I'm smells gonna, very delicious. I'm going to have a drink. Yeah, good. Do it. <laughs> this do. wine is nearly as dark as my heart, so let's hope, <laughs> let's hope it corresponds. So I don't, I, I don't know if Malbec is has, has that um, uh, geographic exclusivity that Champagne does, but I'm almost certain that Malbecs are nearly exclusive to Argentina. Right. That's a, a grape cultivated just there. Well, that's some the, good trivia. The only Malbecs I've ever had have been Argentinian. Okay. That's very <laughs> smooth. Mm. Very, I don't know how to describe that. It's, it's not salty, but it's very yeah. present smoky? in your mouth in a mm. like yeah, slight smoky. smoky. It's not smoky. sweet. 
I no. know, I know exactly what you mean with the salty. It's like it makes me salivate a little bit mm. more. Yeah, it's not offensive. Yeah, like bitter wine can mm. sometimes be like, oh, get that out of mm. my mouth. Yeah, this is have, actually quite pleasant. Have it with a bit of beef, and it may the the flavor may come out. That might sound like an odd request, but we do have some beef on the table um, for I love for a bit of beef. Share. I am a vegetarian, though, so I probably won't Eat partake the beef, in the Joe. beef. We won't tell anybody. It's okay. <laughs> okay, here. Beef eating. So, we should, I mean, most most red wines you probably should have with food This is anyway, good I'd, beef. You you yeah. treat me so well, Andy. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, the coals have their deli section. Someone has to. <laughs> They're freshly sliced, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Spoil me. So never, the wine gallery, <laughs> the sommeliers there, uh, think that this one should uh, possibly be paired with Mexican dishes. Oh. Um, the more casual and slow cooked, the better. I can see that, yeah. But also with spiced duck and oh. cuts of beef, like hanger or skirt steak. So you go. Well, look at that. We're having beef. I also just sort of maybe because I'm hungry for spaghetti. But I was thinking of just having this with spaghetti, you know, drinking this as you're making spaghetti, <laughs> put some in the spaghetti. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? No, mm, anyone no else? Word. No, yeah, yeah. I I'm, think, I'm totally uh, yeah, definitely if you've got like parmesan on there, something yeah. salty, cheesy. When yeah. you make pasta, do you mm. mix the pasta with the sauce in the pan or on the plate? Oh, in the pan once everything's cooked. Oh, really? So I came from a family of put it all together at the end, not, you know, this whole fancy put the pasta on the plate and then put the sauce on top. I would say that that's the backward way of doing it, that doing it in in, in the pan is a much much more uh, robust way of, of getting all the flavours to work together. Was, but I came – but I was I – was, Brought up in a family that did that, plonk the pasta on uh, the plate and then put then the sauce, sauce over on. the top. And then you're constantly having to yeah, mix well it through, you get dry and patches. And then the, the pasta sticks to itself yeah. before you can yeah. get the sauce into it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I think that's the inferior way of doing well, it. Well, <laughs> where are we drinking this, everyone? Where would you drink this? See, I At have home. a very vivid mental image of where I'm drinking this. Oh, yeah, tell us. Tell us. Now, I don't, I don't regularly cook. You, you could probably tell by looking at my kitchen. Um, but this is- You don't is have a, a kitchen, Zane. The point made. <laughs> uh, so, but this, I think definitely like if you're cooking like a huge family meal, a kitchen bustling around and you're drinking this while cooking. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, it's a, at home for me. Mm. Um, and it's like something that you need after a long, hard day and it's in the cupboard and you're like, oh, God, I forgot this was here. And you make a nice, lovely whatever you're making while drinking this. It's more It's more for me about like the activity. It's not something I'm sitting down no, to yeah, savour and enjoy. This is something I'm enjoying while I'm doing, doing something. something. And, I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm exactly at the opposite end of the oh. about I'm with you, Andy. It's Argentinian, so this is a wine that you drink while you're surveying your estate, <laughs> while you're, that's while you're a- recalling all your the- your white the, linen suit. That's exactly <laughs> all, all your triumphs and achievements and property and people that see, are that's probably, doing your bidding. See, that's probably why I didn't relate to that, because I will never own property, Andy. <laughs> oh, and I will never will. own people, so- but no, I, I'm totally with you on that. I'm this is a, this is a relaxed a relaxed wine for me. Like I, I can see myself sitting in the sun drinking this. Maybe like topically recently, maybe like Christmas Day. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, sat yeah. with your family outside. 
Um, well, I guess you looking two over the get mountain to sit outside of the table surveying the landscape while and Gina and I inside. are in the kitchen. <laughs> that sounds Eating like my perfect Christmas. <laughs> I'm making all of the food. And well, locking you all outside. And eating the food ourselves. Well, if you want to enjoy the Wine Gallery's offerings, all you have to do is go to thewinegallery.com.au uh, and you can take their wine taste test. It's very quick. It's a quiz. Very it's, only, it's only eight or ten questions. Yeah, very I short. I wish it was more, to be fair. We do know <laughs> of your love of online quizzes. More quizzes, wine gallery. It's like uh, it's like Pottermore, like which, right? which, which house are you? <laughs> but yes. better because they then send you wine. They then Depending send you on wine. what house you belong. Yeah. <laughs> Can they send me Ravenclaw wine? Because I would be really into that. Well, Hi. most of these wines that we get sent are Ravenclaw wines because I'm the one who has been uh, rating them as they've come through. Oh, so I see. So they're paired to, to my taste specifically. I'm sure there's a lot of overlap. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And I, I also I always invite you two to give me a pick um, <laughs> before we place our order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, of course, because once they will suggest four bottles of wine, but you can then go say in and no. say, I want to try this one, even though Instead. you think I won't like it. And yeah. do make sure you get that fourth bottle of wine because delivery is free. It's very true. It's free. And if you use our... Uh, code? Our, our code, our glass of wine with an H, you get uh, $25 off your first order. Which is amazing. That's like nearly a free bottle of wine. It is a free bottle of wine. There you go. Yeah, so they're fi- at a fixed f- price point of uh, $23 a bottle. See, that's amazing. Yeah, and so then you get this lovely little pamphlet as well, which their sommeliers have written up for you with tasting notes, food pairing, and a recipe on the back. So, this one is slow roast lamb belly. Oh, so you can drink your wine while cooking. Yeah. Correct. That's and what you're saying. Yeah. Sure, doing that anyway. Well, obviously, it makes but the just... food better. Always. Or yeah. drink it while someone else is cooking. <laughs> yeah. The best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have our wine. Thanks again to the winegallery.com.au. We Thanks, are enjoying wine it. Now wine it is time. Gallery. To get off our chest all the things that have accumulated over the holiday period and other times. So we'll open the floor to our guests. Joe, do you have anything you want to whine about? Well, look, you say things that have gotten on my chest over the holiday period. I am not going to open that Pandora's box of horror (laughs) because there is not even a glimmer of hope in the bottom. Uh, But I will get off my chest the last seven and a half months of... um, Contract work that I've been doing. Contract work. Tell me um, more. I'm not going to say where it was. Of you course know. not. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a very long and complicated Oh, rhyme. okay. Yes, yes, yes. If anyone from work is listening, I'm really sorry. The um, Australian's <laughs> slovenment. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm it's sure. Not, it's not. <laughs> Slice troopers and porterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Look, Zane was closer. Um, my problem yes. is with this whole corporate culture of uh, like forced fun. Mm. Aha, mm. team building. Yeah, well, Delete not it. even team building. The place where I, so a place I used to work was very much on board with the team building stuff. Okay. That was okay because they got us to do it by giving us prizes. Amazing. So they'd yeah. be like, here, participate in this stupid ring toss thing, get 10 bucks. I'm get down a reward. For that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the most recent place I was working at, it was a lot more 
casual forced fun than that. It what was does that a lot mean? of like, oh, morning tea. Oh, we're just having a morning tea this morning. Everybody gather around this desk for a morning tea. And this would happen at least once a week, if but not But like, more. did you have to talk about anything around the morning tea table or were you like, yeah. oh. There, there was sort of, <laughs> there was this whole expectation of like, Making friends. Making friends, That's meeting so people from other departments. Awkward. And I'm like, I'm here as a contractor. I Don't. just want to do the job yeah, yeah, and go exactly. home. Did you have to go to morning tea? Well, they made out like I did. And then in the last couple of months, I just didn't. Didn't. Yeah. If you didn't, you maybe should think about not coming in tomorrow or for the rest of the week. Susan <laughs> won't like you. <laughs> oh, my God. Like Susan from accounting. Oh, my gosh. Mm-mm. Drink the tea. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it was this, and there was a lot of, particularly leading up to Christmas, decorations. Everybody must put a decoration on their desk. Uh-huh. Um, really? Yeah. And I'm not one for Christmas. I don't really like Christmas. But also, what if you're like a Jehovah's Witness? Exactly. I, sh- like- I should have told them I'm Jewish. It would have made the whole thing. Like people I'll just are- bring in a menorah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I would have a lot of fun with this. I wouldn't actually because I am very scared of things like this. But if I was a different person, you know what I would have done? If they were like, oh, you know, it's, it's Christmas, Gina. I would have been like, my mum died on Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Gina's mum who is listening. Uh, we still love alive. you. <laughs> I would hope she would be alive if she's listening. <laughs> I mean, there was there was this this team this team that sat yeah. right next to where I sat. Yeah, and they, you know, when it's just like somebody is obviously so bored with their job and their yeah. life yeah. that this like Christmas decoration competition is the only oh. thing fueling them. And it was, they did this whole Santa's workshop thing, like converted the entirety of their part of the office into this like building, literally a brick building. That looks like something I saw on Facebook, carry on. (laughs) It was, it was insane. I called it Santa's sweatshop. (laughs) Oh no. And it was up there since like the middle of November. No, And I had to sit and look at this thing. Yeah, deleted. Exactly. Exactly. Let me talk to you from the other end of this spectrum because a couple of jobs ago, almost a decade now, I was in charge of the Christmas party planning committee. Amazing. Fun. This was not a voluntary appointment. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, so they, what? They made the you do it? The head of HR walked past my desk and said, you're a graphic designer. No. Can you just do a little bit of work for the Christmas party? Now, this was a company with a few hundred employees um, and we were part of the creative department. This- so, you, so you might be thinking, okay, they want me to do up some pamphlets or posters about Yeah, like an Christmas- invitation, right. something like that. Yeah, right. And then, Which is okay. If you're the graphic designer, sure, they'll pay you for obviously, it. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But then the next day she came back and said, that was really good. Can you do the same thing for, for a poster now? Now, I will say, if this was happening in October, November, fine. I see. This was happening in March. <gasps> My oh, goodness. no. Oh. It turned for into- For that a, year's Christmas party? For that year's Christmas party. Well, Why at least it wasn't March? for the following years. <laughs> Why March? Uh, I think she just had very little to do. And so I was then put uh, on the Christmas party planning committee. Mm-mm. And then as people decided, like, it's April, there shouldn't be a Christmas party planning committee and people no. found a reason to get away from it. Right. I just escalated to being the top of the party planning committee. But there didn't need to be a party planning committee because the head of HR made all the decisions. 
and just nominally ran it past us first. I'm like, yes, I'm sure that venue sounds great. Can we afford it? Excellent. <laughs> Do you I'm put well, this on your resume have- though? That- I'm not putting head of the party planning committee <laughs> on my resume. <laughs> I'm surprised that people were trying to get away from it. It sounds like an excellent place to go if you want to shirk off some work. Yeah, absolutely. If you like, just want to bounce ideas around. When the people with the merit to deserve in the boldest inverted commas you can imagine to be on the party planning committee right. have decided that, the party planning committee isn't worth anything, so we're not going to be on it. You get the people who volunteer I to say, be yeah, on the party planning committee, and they're a very different stripe of people. Your Susan's <laughs> from accounting um, yeah. with her Santa's sweatshop mm. um, on her desk. <laughs> I was going to say, Andy, you talk about like this would be a great way to shirk off work. If Zane's office was anything like mine, there are a lot of people who just literally don't do anything all day. And so this isn't about them shirking off work. This is about them having to find Finding something work. to get no, infused about. I get that. I, I get that. It, it, it just seems like it would be attractive to the sorts of people who want to blow off mm. a huge chunk of the day just by having a pleasant discussion in the committee. Oh, True. I'm, I'm sure yeah. we had hourly, uh, well, no, we, uh, like an hour and a half was set aside for the meeting. How much? Uh, like like once a week. Oh, once a week from March. <laughs> yeah. Was no. this okay? Now I kept this I person kept, was insane. I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> you need like help. If she's listening, she does not know who she is because she is Therape- on a different <laughs> level of denial. She needs therapeutic help. But I will say, I kept record throughout the year of how many drafts of the poster for the Christmas party that we would print off. 10 copies of to put around the office. You are kidding. Do anyone want to guess how many there were by December when we put them up? I'm really interested in the answer by how animated you got while <laughs> saying that. 250. I'm, I think conservatively I would guess that there was a monthly change. But a monthly change would make that. it nine. Yes. I don't think so. 250. 250. 250. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe? Oh, I, I'm going to go somewhere in the middle. I'm going to say like like maybe 125. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. There was not one Christmas poster that we would have 10 copies of. No, there were 10 Christmas posters. Oh, my goodness. Of okay. which we would have yeah. one copy of. Oh, no. And overall there were 312 <gasps> versions and iterations no. of Christmas posters. I was so posters. much closer. <laughs> You no, she needs help. She like she needs to quit work and go into like a nice little home in the country because like less occupational therapy making posters all day. Yeah. Yeah, So my this 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 problem that I ran into is the reason that I decided to leave that job because my job turned into Christmas for a year. Wow. Look, it's not it's not it, it, it would be fun. In October, November. But it would be fun if it wasn't like the majority of my day and making changes that are then arbitrarily changed because Susan. (laughs) God damn it, Susan. (laughs) Susan in accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate culture for the win. Yeah. Yeah. I I never I never had any terrible experiences like that working in an office, but Mm. the worst part, uh, the the thing that I would cringe over every single time was the birthday cake. Oh. Was the was the really? morning? Yeah, it was the morning tea where everybody got together to share that birthday cake and just sat around staring at each other in awkward 
small talk, awkward silence for 15 minutes while you're having this, quite frankly, lovely cake, but with absolutely nothing to say other than so... Have you nice got that, cake. That, 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 that report. Uh, <laughs> the quarterly reports. <laughs> yeah, they're due soon. Eh? Air conditioning <laughs> struggling today. Right, yeah. The How weekend was a bit warm. <laughs> My, um, oh, God. I, I mean, anyway. <laughs> no, please go on, Gina. I've never worked in an office, um, but my one of my jobs has this great thing where if you're good at your job, you have to do everyone else's. Yep. And you don't get rewarded for anything. I literally had that in this in this last Gina. Thing. Yeah. The work is the reward. Oh, <laughs> it's not. only that true. <laughs> and like this job that I'm speaking of around Christmas time is obviously some of the busiest time of the year for retail, et cetera, and so forth. People go shopping at Christmas time? <sighs> Andy. <laughs> Sorry. <I'll- laughs> and sweet, I'll- sweet man. Nerve <laughs> Clearly sarcasm is not welcome here today. Yeah. I'm in a moody mood. Um, and... Like it's, it's, it's because we were never treated well in this job and you right. tried so hard and the customers were so awful and you thought, you know, Christmas is one time of year they're going to give us, you know, a night off and we're going to go get drunk with each other and talk about how much we hate the place. But this company <laughs> <laughs> is, I don't even know what the word is, but we wouldn't have our Christmas party until April around Easter oh. because that was the only time. Is that what, is that what <laughs> no, they were? Oh, like, no. like the post-Christmas it's all over kind of party. Well, that was the only time we had uh, two days off in a row where mm-hmm. everyone right. would have the day off. So, Which, um, to be fair, just have a yearly party. It doesn't have to be at Christmas. Okay, yeah, sure. But no, <laughs> it has to be we, Christmas party. But uh, but <laughs> also they don't. They just don't take care of their workers. Mm. You know what I mean? They like they'll make you close at eight thirty, and then they'll make you open at four thirty. Yeah. And then you know, there's been instances where people I know who have kids who are sick or mothers who are sick, and they're like, "Please, I just need to go. I'm the only family here, and they need me." And they'll go, mm, "No, so." Yeah. Fair work, ombudsman. If you're listening, email Gina. <laughs> Dear Farewell. Fair work, ombudsman. Please listen to the latest episode of Glass of Wine. And Skip ahead slightly. And share on social media channels. Yes. Well, does anyone else have a, a quick? I do indeed. Okay. It has been Christmas. Yes. And the one thing I do look forward to at Christmas time is everybody being together, having a nice meal. Maybe a few drinks as well. Having a nice glass of wine. Having a nice glass of wine. I had the pleasure this year for the first time in my adult life of waking up on Christmas Day in my own bed, in my own house, without any family being present. Congratulations. Without any commitments to to be anywhere else immediately. (laughs) It's a terrific feeling and I highly recommend it. You're finally an adult. I do right. <laughs> it has worked. I've broken those chains completely. It only took me thirty-five years, but I've done it. <laughs> but I did go to breakfast uh, with um, with some family, and they they're the they're the sorts of people who get the Christmas crackers out. They 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 do decorate and and, mm-hmm. and have keep those traditions. Christmas crackers. If you're unfamiliar with them, they make a very weedy crack. 
Oh, so you're 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 all for for weaponizing Christmas crackers? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> if you're about going here? to do it, do it properly. If you're going right. to do it. There needs to be some element of fire. Give it a shock. There needs to be some recoil or a big flashbang where or you like have an to, electric uh, shock or some or an electric. Yeah. That's exactly Put right. Put a Something gun in there. Hits you in the face if you're not holding it properly. You know, to teach you that. You really teach those kids to beware of Christmas. <laughs> As a percentage of the bomb dropped on Hiroshima, where are we standing? <laughs> At least five. Oh, good. It's a, good. You know, something. Something noticeable, but, you know, a little bit Bernie is okay. <laughs> As a part of that, you get a little Kinder Surprise toy yeah. or something. Actually, one of one of our family got a, got a nail clipper. I got some that was dice. The present. The I got a pencil. One. A pencil? <laughs> <laughs> I got a yo-yo and some dice. I think I got a toy truck and a dinosaur. It was, I would it was trade you the dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> I, got a, I got a small pair of plastic hands that clap. Yeah, reaching around in my bag because they're in here somewhere, hey. but they don't work. Lovely. Oh, they work fine. They work all right. I can hear the applause already. You, you can hear it on the microphone. <laughs> yes, That's what yeah. matters. And you get a little paper crown that never fits and rips on my huge head. Um, and you get a joke. Mm. Tell me about the joke. Are we going to have to hark back to our pun episode? <laughs> Almost exclusively, these jokes are in the what do you call a X format mm. and nobody uh, yes. ever reads them correctly. Oh. You, there's a very specific way you have to read these for them to not bring down the mood. <laughs> you have to leave a very specific gap between the end of the question and the start of the answer. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to start guessing, so stop waiting for people to have a guess. Stop looking around. Yeah. Wait two seconds after the question so that people get the idea that it's a question mm-hmm. and then launch straight into the answer. Don't linger. Oh, Don't but linger. Andy, but- you <laughs> have never spent Christmas with me who specialises in ruining that moment for on, everyone. Every- Go on, everybody, have say- a guess. How does Santa get down the chimney? <laughs> no, 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 no. My pun is a superpower, Andy. I can see puns coming from a while away. What kind of cough medicine does Dracula use? A coffin medicine, of course. Why use coffin in the question when it's in the answer? Right? Right? (laughs) That joke. I got a reputation this year at my family lunch. That one specifically should have been rewritten to something like what sort of allergy does, what sort of symptom does Dracula suffer from the most? Coffin. There you go. Oh, that's hilarious. Vegeta! It's it's better than coffin medicine, that's for sure. It's because of people like you that this industry persists. See, you say industry, but I have this theory that these jokes were written in 1956 and have not been updated since, and they just run off a new mill of them every year. I'm I'm sure they've got warehouses full of little slips of paper that they just wheel out every October and fill them. I'm just waiting for the day when they get mixed up with the fortune cookie ones. <laughs> you know one that I got this year was actually the worst. Tell us about it, Gina. I went, <laughs> I'm going to get this wrong, but it was um why did the skeleton not go to the party? Cuz he had nobody to go with. Yeah, that's uh... like the most commonly known crap joke and they put it in this. It's like some of them I don't actually know and it's funny, but everyone knows the skeleton one. Yeah. Why would you put it in a thing? Or there is one that happened to a friend where they got a box of 12 and they all had the same one. <gasps> oh. <laughs> the same joke. The same joke a dozen times. Yeah. That's, That's awful. Beautiful. No way. Well, we were at the um, 
the That's Not Canon Christmas party a few weeks ago and I told Zane a very terrible joke, opened a Christmas cracker and literally had the joke <laughs> I had just told Zane came oh out of the Christmas God. cracker. I believe you were describing the kind of joke that was in a Christmas I was, cracker. yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good. Christmas, I'm glad. Huh? Uh, yeah. New Year. Puns for everyone. <laughs> New Year, same puns. No, uh, yep. That's why. That's why I fear for 2019. I think it's going to be the year of the pun. I, th- I think Andy. every year is the year of the pun. <laughs> no, Sorry, until I'm king. <laughs> <laughs> until I have execution <laughs> and execution vetoes. <clears throat> oh no! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us again this new year. Thank you for joining us, Joe. Thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Look, anything we can do to make your Friday easier. Yeah. I mean, th- this was it. Let's be honest. <laughs> Good. A wine and a wine. I mean, it's what I do every evening anyway, but, so, you know, doing it with recorded. other people is a novelty. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, misery spread is misery lessened, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Thank you, Andy, for joining us again. It is always a pleasure. Thank you, Gina. Yes, hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next Friday with another glass, another bottle of wine. Do we want to announce it? Or are we going to keep it a mystery? Oh, no. We know what it is. Excellent. It is the, oh, I can't read that. That is very <laughs> scripty writing. <laughs> it is Venados de los Vientos Estual. Excellent. The Uruguay. clear text helped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, did, mm. um, I stand by that pronunciation. <laughs> Agavotstromina. Oh, excellent. I don't stand by that pronunciation. Mm. I didn't understand a word of that, but uh, yep. Cool. <laughs> Wine next week. Wine. Uh, I can get on board with that. All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. And if you want to find out more about us, just go to our website. That's not kind of productions.com forward slash glass of wine. And we'll glass catch you next time, wine. everyone. Bye. 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 a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons. Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Told Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.